Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, 1380 KLIZ, The Fan, and 105.1 FM. Also streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com and find us when you go looking for your podcasts under Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Uh, this segment brought you away in part by Ernie's on Gull and experience in dining on the shores of Gull Lake open year-round at 11 with deck and patio seating. Ernie is your happy place. And also SCR Northern, the ones with Old Man Winter on the trucks. Chris, it's always a great week when we get to talk about a major and the Open Championship, the oldest championship in golf this week. Yes, it's uh, one of my favorite weeks of the year. Probably week of the year. Favorite uh, favorite major for sure. Not far behind the Masters, but uh, yeah, it, as you know, I uh, I love all things uh, you know UK golf, Irish golf. And, <laughs> yeah. So this is, so is going to be a great week. It's really setting up great, too. Uh, Rory wins the Scottish Open with a great close. Uh, birdies uh, 17 and 18 on Sunday uh, to win the event. And uh, just sets up with the uh, golf's got a lot of great storylines going this year, despite all the uh, political things. But uh, Ricky Fowler's a winner. Kepka won a major. Smith is trying to defend his major. And Rory just won, so... Uh, man, it's uh, there's a lot of drama coming up at the British Open. There, there is a lot of go- good golf being played, and you know, uh, guys that that people like to root for or don't like to root for. So I mean, you know, it's it's such a uh, yeah. We we got the best players in the world right now playing their best. Yeah, which yeah. should uh, should make for a you know a great uh, uh, Open Championship. I was watching the Golf Channel, fairly extensive coverage, of course, this week, which is always fun because they do so much history stuff. But they were talking about John Rahm taking three weeks off now before the Open to go home and work on his game, which uh, he'd been kind of the top guy in the PGA this year and then uh, slipped a bit and decided to take a little time off. Pretty rare for a guy to take three weeks off before a major. Yeah, interesting approach. I mean, it's not not your typical prep for the open championship but uh you know you don't have to do what's typical or get, regain uh, regain some confidence and and get rested up and uh you know it, it'll be interesting to see how he plays such a cool uh, uh style of play and what's the course this year chris uh royal liverpool or hoy lake so um you know, Royal Liverpool sits in a, one of the great golf regions in England. Um, you know, you've got um, Royal Birkdale, Royal Liverpool, uh, Hillside. Um, there, you know, there's just a, a wealth of good golf within about 30 miles. Like there's in a lot of places in Scotland and England. And uh, the town is actually Hoylake. That's why the golf course is called Hoylake, but Royal Liverpool. Uh, you know, great history of golf there. It's where Tiger won his one of his uh, Open Championships. Seve has won there, and uh, it's a great venue. And they've tied the they've they've managed to tie the Beatles into it this year. With uh, <laughs> they've talked about John and Paul walking the golf course and occasionally playing the golf course poorly. They said, but still playing, and uh, kind of part of their. Kind of their part of their blood in Liverpool, being right there. Yeah, that's the, that's their that's their neighborhood. Yeah, so. <laughs> playing in the backyard. Yeah, exactly. 
And traditionally, Chris, uh, Open Championships, what do the guys need to do maybe a little bit different that are coming over, uh, particularly Americans? You know, I think the, 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 the weather plays such a much larger role in, uh, you know, in how you have to play. And the con- conditions can vary greatly from day to day and even from morning to afternoon. Uh, generally, the golf courses are much, much firmer. And um, so, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a little different style of golf. These guys are so used to playing the ball in the air. And, um, you know, it's much more of a ground game when you, when you get on these Lynx golf courses. The golf course is, you know, they've had some rain this week. They had a lot of rain on Tuesday. And so it's maybe not as firm and fast as they, they would like it to be. But I think, you know, the forecast for the, for the rest of the week, we're taping on Wednesday. The forecast for, you know, Thursday through Sunday is, is, is drier. And, and, of course, it's always windy there. So it, uh, I think it'll get back to being pretty firm and fast, uh, you know, by the time the tournament starts. You've been there many times, Chris, and played this style of game. How, how big a change is it for you to go from, um, you know, hitting a 150-yard shot in the air to a 120-yard shot in the air with 30 yards of roll? Is it uh, uh, how, how skilled and how much time do you need? Well, I th- you know, for me, I think it, it, one of the reasons I love it so much is it suits my game much better. And, uh, you know, when I... Uh, I play much better when I really have to visualize the shot and be creative. And, you know, when I can see the shot that I have to hit, I tend to play a lot better. And, you know, I I tend to be overly analytical and mechanical. And when I get on those golf courses, I kind of lose that. So it's, uh, uh, it helps me. I think if a player's only played American golf and where they're, you know, you're bombing it and hitting it high in the air and having to land it softly, it's uh, it's a little different style of play and probably takes some getting used to. But you know, the, the the most elite players in the world they adapt to anything. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, I mean, if uh, I mean, Daly was clearly a bomber and he won it. So, um, but playing the role that was I know I remember when when Phil won. Of course, I'm a Phil fan, so he got to put the three wood in his bag that he knew he could hit low and get a lot of roll out of it. And it really paid dividends right. for him. Change, change clubs. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Special guest coming up, Chris. Uh, want to tell, tell me about that a little. Go ahead. We got Rory from full swing golf. And he's going to talk about, um, their, their new launch monitor called the kit. And then their involvement with, uh, Tiger Woods, new golf league. So, the TGL. Okay, cool. That'll be good. We'll be back with that, with that right after this on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ, the fan. 105.1 FM and streaming at uh, lakeswoodsandirons.com. You can also find us when you go looking for your podcast under Lakes, Woods, and Irons. This segment brought you in part by Whitefish Golf Course in Pequot Lakes, an experience that never disappoints one of the area's premier 18-hole championship courses, and by holiday stores in Cross Lake, Mill Avenue, and Excelsior Road. Chris, very special guest. I'll let you handle the introductions. Yeah, I want to welcome Ryan O'Keefe from uh, Full Swing. Full Swing is a golf simulator company and and now has a uh, a launch monitor called the Full Swing Kit. So, Ryan, uh, welcome to the show. 
Thanks for having me. Uh, excited to be here and uh, and talk launch monitors, simulators, whatever you guys want to talk in the fun world of golf technology here. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I love golf technology, and we, on our on the show, Ryan, we talk a lot about practice. And um, yeah, I've been a, I've been a TrackMan user for since like 2000. I had the very first TrackMan in Minnesota, and um, still you know use TrackMan every single day of the year and and teach with it. And um, you know, I got acquainted with the Full Swing Kit about a year and a half ago with one of the one of your developers, Evan L. Satin, who's a friend of mine. And I've been incredibly impressed with the kit. You know, TrackMan is twenty five thousand dollars and the kit is 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 only like five thousand dollars and very affordable. And uh, tell tell us about the kit, what its applications are, and and uh, kind of the development of it. Yeah, sure. So full swing kit, launch monitor, radar powered. You're getting sixteen points of club and ball data uh, and high resolution video from our building camera. And we're the only ones that have a full color heads up display, so that when you turn around, you see your data instantly. You can customize which data point you want to look at, whether one or four on the actual unit itself, or you can have your iPhone, your iPad, if you want to kind of do a deep dive, watch the video. Or if you're like me, you can always look down at your Apple Watch and see your data from your last shot start for later. If you you happen to miss a shot that you didn't hit as well and you want to get rid of it from your averages, we can trash that shot just from your watch. <laughs> and if you're like some of the other players out there, we even offer the ability to listen to your data through your through your uh, Bluetooth headphones after every shot if you want to kind of stay in the zone. So we really pride ourselves on giving players a way to customize how they see and hear that data. And really, it's you know it's a device that looks like it's built for 2023, full color display. We kind of like to think that we did what Apple did with the iPhone, putting a supercomputer in the palm of your hand and revolutionizing the way that people can look at a launch monitor. Um, so to your point of seeing the development of it, um, it all really starts with Tiger Woods, which, you know, every golf podcast is a big fan of hearing anything with his name. So Tiger's uh, had a full swing simulator installed in his home since 2015. And we've worked extensively with him. As everyone knows, Tiger has probably the highest standards in golf when it comes to equipment and and it is uh, very quick to let you know if anything could be improved or something seems off. So working with him is beyond getting the, the good housekeeping seal of approval, as we would say. Um, in talking to Tiger over the years, one thing he always mentioned to us was how important every swing he takes is based on where his body has been, where it's going, what he what he's been through and how he can't afford to waste a swing. So one of the things he always said was, I wish I could take my simulator that I have from Full Swing out on the range with me, but I can't do that because you guys built this thing specifically for indoors. It's not, you know, a launch monitor that was retrofitted as a simulator. It's a true simulator. And so we started talking about, we said, would you, would you want us to build you a launch monitor that you could take out to the range, which, you know, asking Tiger if he wants a new piece of equipment. So it's a pretty easy answer on that one. But with him, he said, I'll, I'd love for you to, but you know what my standards are. I want this to be something I can trust. It's not something that Tiger ever just puts his name on. So it was something that we needed to make sure was built to someone who knows their yardages and every other metric of their swing down, down to the RPM, down to the yard. And so that took a few years of development uh, to make it up to his standards. 
And we worked with some of the leading experts in radar to really change how people could look at how a radar-based launch monitor functions. And beyond just being golf specialists, they also are the people that are working on flying cars, they're NASA award-winning anti-collision engineers. So when they mess up, it's not a yard is right or wrong. It's a a car would collide into each other for a self-driving vehicle. So we knew we had the right guys we were working with. Um, and with that development of building, you know, the most innovative launch monitor, we also made sure that it was the best user experience. So for most golfers, they look at a launch monitor and they feel very intimidated by it just because they're only used to seeing it on the PGA tour or with a professional like yourself with kid, it sets up in under a minute. It's if you can operate your iPhone to get to the course, you can operate a full swing kit. Uh, the alignment's done by video. You don't need to worry about alignment sticks. You don't have to worry about stickering your clubs to get club data. So it's really putting all that together to have the accuracy that someone, you know, a tour legend like Tiger has, the usability for the everyday golfer, and then bringing that all together in a package that really is durable and easy to set up while having a price tag of, to your point, uh, just under $5,000 was something that really hadn't been seen yet. Right. Um, and many of the launch monitors in that price category weren't really making their way on tour. Whereas with us in the 18 months the product's been out, we've made a lot of progress. You'll see it out there. Obviously, Tiger took it to every major he's played in so far. And then you're seeing players like John Rahm, Adam Scott, Dustin Johnson, uh, some pretty big name players adopting this product pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, the, the thing that uh, I always tell people that one of the things that I like about it so much is, you know, for, for me working with a student, they're, they're really, you know, kind of four data points that I key in the most on and that's angle of attack, club face, club path, and then carry distance. And, you know, Prior to the kit coming out, you really had to spend, you know, twelve to fifteen thousand dollars plus on a launch monitor, especially to capture the the angle of attack correctly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that that's one of the things that I I really like about it, and it, you know, it's a it's something you that's affordable for you know the golf fanatic, but not going to break the bank. And like you said, it's an easy setup and, you know, share with us some, some practice applications that, you know, you're seeing people use the kit for and how, how they're using it. Yeah. I mean, one of the things you just brought up from an instructor standpoint is one of the things we really pride ourselves on is that ability to pick what data points matter to you, but also with the full swing kit, you can pick what your student sees. So if you want to give them that immediate moment of satisfaction of seeing you just made them hit the ball, you know, five to eight yards further, they can see what just happened just by turning around and seeing the number. Or you can show them four data points if you're working on four specific and kind of keep them from that data overload. Or if you have a student who really wants to dive in, they can come back with you and look through all of your data. But we've had a lot of instructors telling us how useful it is to kind of isolate that that one to four data points to avoid the overload where the player kind of can get lost in the sauce. So from a practice standpoint, you know, when we're talking to our tour players, a lot of them week of event are really focused on carry. They want to see what's happening that week at that course 
with that club setup that they've built for the weekend or for the week ahead of them. And it's, it's trying to avoid them even kind of getting into some of their other data points. If their coach says, you know, we're just working on dialing in things. We're not doing a big swing overall, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So some of them are, you know, looking at club speed. Some are looking at ball speed, but they have that ability to kind of slim down what they're looking at, which is a big thing for those guys. And them knowing that the data is accurate is key because they want to go out with the most confidence. So when we talk about practice applications, you know, we work with instructors like Dave Phillips, who works uh, obviously co-founder of TPI and also works with John Rahm on a weekly basis. We talk to him about some of the things he does with attack angle for working with John on his drive. Obviously, John has a very unorthodox swing, to say the very least, uh, and the most polite way to describe it. making sure that he is hitting up on the golf ball and looking at that attack angle with his driver and then looking at what he's doing with his irons. All right. As he moves through the bag, he's looking at different points of data that really matter to him. One of the drills we talked to him about was some wedge control work and working with, Hey, I want you to hit your eight iron, your wedge distances, and then work your way to your wedges. And you're going to have a different feel for it. So to hit your eight iron and say you only want to hit it between 100 and 125 yards, and then you're trying to flight your wedges, it gives you that instant moment of, I know exactly how far that went and what that felt like. And pairing what Tiger would say are the reels and the feels. And that's the biggest thing we see with a lot of uh, practice momentum is trying to make sure when you get to the course, you know that moment, you can feel comfortable over the ball, knowing exactly how far you're going to hit it, what your apex is if you're working on flying one up there so you can kind of drop it on a dime, what your spin rates are. Um, One of the biggest things from an amateur side that we've seen is how many people don't know their distances. And you know this better than anyone, probably how many players that you could correct probably a three to five stroke adjustment around just by clubbing themselves properly. Exactly. Players who think, hey, my seven iron carries 160. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It rolled out one time to 160 after it hit a sprinkler head and a few other things. (laughs) Don't base your bag off of your best shot you've ever hit. Look into what your averages are that you're building so that you know when you step up to the ball, I should be hitting a six iron on that shot. You're going to swing more freely. You're going to swing with more confidence. And just by hitting more greens and less front side bunkers or even hazards where you're taking drops, you're going to see your score start coming down without changing your swing at all, which we've had some players tell us they've gone from a 13 to a nine in a few months, not to sound like an infomercial, just from getting their numbers right. Yeah. Listening to Lake KLIZ, the fan also 105.1 FM. And if you're going to look for your podcast, your favorite golf pro- uh, podcasts, I hope, look for us under Lakes, Woods, and Irons on podcasts and also lakeswoodsandirons.com. This segment brought to you away by Craigens Legacy Courses, home of the 2023 CRMC Classic, the new Dutch 9, and the new Tom Lehman 18, quite a complex at Craigens Legacy Courses. Now back to our interview with Ryan O'Keefe of Full Swing Golf. Uh, maker of the kit, kit launch monitor, quite a product. We'll talk more about that with Ryan on the fan. Yeah, it, you know, on average, every, every green you hit in regulation is worth two and a half shots. So, there you, go. you know, if you can hit 
two more greens around, which shouldn't be that difficult. If you know your distances, all of a sudden you're five shots better. So that's it's, uh, it's worth a lot. It's something where we've talked to a lot of guys who go to practice and depending on what range you go to, what practice facility you're going to, you know, in a perfect world, there'd be a line of flags every 10 yards dead in front of you. That's not how it works. No, you're lucky if you get, you know, six to eight flags on a range to aim at and you're opening up your stance to go to the left one, you're closing to go to the right. And then you get out on the course and you're going, I think I hit it about 10 yards in front of that pin, but I didn't stand. I didn't have a stance like that versus you bring a full swing kit launch monitor. You put it by you. You can aim it however you feel like you're going to actually be positioned on course. So now you're turning every shot into a functional target you're trying to hit. And some players are doing drills where, hey, I want to see how many shots it takes me to hit exactly 100 yards so I know what that stock 100-yard shot that we're all chasing feels like. The other side of that, hitting balls on the range, you know, if, if the if those flags are, let's say, marked for certain distances, where, where are they measured from? Oh man, uh, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a daily struggle when you go, well, yeah. standing on the third bay to the left, that means it should be a yard. It's a little downhill. <laughs> Take the guesswork out of it. Make it, yeah. make it easy. Like, like we say here, you wouldn't leave your house without your phone at this point. Why would you go to the driving range without finding out what's happening with every shot? No question. No question. How about, yeah, the, the kit works inside as well. Is that right? That's correct. So, uh, like I said, our simulators, you know, we've been known for years. We've actually been around since 1986. Um, We're built very specifically for indoor use only. They weren't something where we said, let's try to retrofit something outdoor, indoor. When we were developing the full swing kit launch monitor for Tiger, we started looking at it and we said, hey, there's, there's a way to take this and make this an indoor outdoor product for the everyday golfer who's looking to hit shots in their garage, their basement, backyard, into a net, or setting up kind of a screen enclosure in their home. Um, and we, we looked at it and we said, we should, we should make this available to them. We, we, we know it's a different consumer who's looking at, you know, a $50,000 plus simulator and a $5,000 launch monitor that they can build an enclosure all in for under 10. So we felt, Confident, we put it out there. Uh, you can use the Full Swing app that's free when you get your unit indoors if you're just looking to get swing video and your data point metrics there. Or uh, on our website right now, we actually have a free gameplay package through our partners at E6 Connect. And, you know, when it comes to indoors, everyone always asks, what's what's next? What, what can we do? We are working on some new software options that will be coming out uh, later this year as well that we'll be excited to come out and talk about again. Nice. Yeah. The, you know, it seems like everybody who builds a new house in Minnesota, uh, you know, it. we've got five months of winter here or whatever. Everybody who's a, a passionate golfer who's building a new house is is putting a simulator, a, you know, a media room in their house. So, and you know, it's, we've had a lot of people who built a, have a home that's from, you know, eighties, nineties, and they had these home theaters built yeah. and now they're $800 TVs better than the projection system they had built back then. They go, what can I do with the space? We run, we go in and we've done so many home theaters where we put in a simulator and now people are building out their, their enclosures where it's also your home theater too, because at the end of the day, it's a projector, it's a great screen and it gives you a way to both play and watch. Um, And, you know, states like Minnesota, obviously 
you guys are indoor golf warriors. You're not, you're not scared to, to go to the basement and hit balls, try to keep the rust off during the winter. And that's really what we kind of look at the kit as is it, it rust proofs your game. If you know what's actually happening, because if you're just hitting a ball into a net with no feedback, yeah, your muscle memory is there, but you might've been hooking or slicing the ball every time you wouldn't know. Oh yeah. So cool. Well, Ryan, tell us about you. You guys are also involved in uh, Tiger Woods has a a new golf league called TGL Golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us the give us the rundown on what TGL is and what how you guys are supporting it. So uh, we're still a little bit early on when it comes to TGL. Uh, there's some official announcements that obviously are still underway. What I will say, we've we've worked with tiger on everything he's done in golf technology since 2015, whether indoors with his sim or outdoors with kit. Uh, the league itself is going to be an incredible concept. That's going to really bring to life what simulator golf can look like with some of the best players on the PGA tour. And I think it's really showing the tour is looking to advance the game from just traditional tournament windows to also trying to get some some more people to be able to watch golf who might not have four days and you know six hours of coverage in the system where they can sit down and watch the whole thing packaging it up for some monday night content i think it's going to be great for uh to really help grow the game and show people that you can you can play year round and that you know the best players in the world can play indoors and it's still exciting you're still getting that feeling of when you hit that perfect shot, that doesn't change. <laughs> it's uh, it's one of the best things about being able to play in the middle of winter is you get that feeling back when you flush that perfect shot and it just gets you excited to get back out there. And that's for us. We've never looked at a simulator or a launch monitor as a replacement for the course, but a complement to it. Yeah, that, well, that's cool. I, yeah, I was looking at their web, the TGL website earlier today, and yeah, you got Tiger, uh, Rory McIlroy, T- Justin Thomas, John Rahm, uh, Colin Marikawa, Adam Scott, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Max Homa, Billy Horschel, Justin Rose, uh, Ricky Fowler, Xander Shoffley. So, I mean, they've got an incredible lineup of players committed to to playing in this and they they got the best and they got the most entertaining in there that's for sure and i think uh what you're going to see from them over the next few months is really going to going to blow everyone's mind when it it comes together and it's going to be great for the game of golf to to have these superstars on a on a new new platform Do do you know when it's supposed to launch ryan uh, I believe it's going to be January 24 is the current plan. Um, like I said, on our side, there's we're we're still uh, we're still looking and excited to to have some announcements coming up. But it's uh, it's going to be a great great platform for the game of golf. Yeah, it'll be cool. I'm excited to see it. So, well, Ryan, we appreciate you coming on and and sharing everything about the kit and your involvement with Tiger. And uh, if people want to learn more about uh, Full Swing or the Full Swing kit, where do they uh, where would they find that? Yeah, no, we uh, we let me just pull this up real quick. So, uh, when people are looking for more information, we have a team of dedicated reps who are here to help you, whether you're looking for a full swing simulator in your home, or you're looking for the kit to take to the range and be able to use off range as well. Um, It all starts with our website at fullswinggolf.com. So that's fullswinggolf.com. Just like the Netflix shows, people like to joke now to me, 
we've been around a little bit longer than they were. But uh, fullswinggolf.com, you're going to be able to find out all the information you want on both our simulators and our launch monitors um, and be able to submit a contact form. And our team of reps, they're out on the road. They're working with professionals, everyday players, tour players, and they can answer pretty much any question that you can come up with. We like to make sure that everyone feels like, you know, everyone wants to know about their space or their game how it can fit in if you're an instructor, how we can work with you to help your students. Um, we do offer a lot of PGA professional uh, structured deals, whether it's a lease or a sale for our PGA professionals and for everyday golfers. Uh, we do have some great specials going on right now with the free virtual gameplay package. And our sales reps are always here to help if you have questions about, you know, how to set it up at home, how quick and easy it is to use on course. We're here. So fullswinggolf.com. Awesome. Ryan, just for our listeners, before we went on, you were talking about uh, being involved out at Lake Tahoe at the celebrity yeah. event, and the, you guys were doing the long drive contest. Talk a little bit about a couple of the guys. Yeah. That. <laughs> uh, let's just say there's some guys out there who should be playing the sports they made all their money in, and then there's some guys out there who are pretty impressive on the golf course. <laughs> You know, some of the moments kind of went viral. Patrick Mahomes went back-to-back with Steph Curry. Patrick hit his 317 carry. Steph walked up and hit it 318 right by him and had a pretty big celebration. He actually picked up the kit launch monitor to show everyone his numbers. They believed him. Um, And then, you know, we had some other players who put some some big swings out there. Uh, Adam Thielen from uh, Carolina Panthers now. Uh, Sorry to your minnesota listeners uh he had an incredible drive i believe 323 um he he was incredible to to have out there some big name baseball players from back in the day really swung out of their shoes jason worth uh and john lester are probably the two furthest hitting baseball players but cc sabathia was out there he is a golf nut now uh he was using his kid on the range and then, you know, to finish the day off for our last player of the day, we had Travis Kelsey, who put a real hurting on the golf ball, 199 mile an hour ball speed, wow. 362 <laughs> uh, yard carry. And when I say dead straight, he was bordering on giggling after he hit the ball. He was so surprised how straight it went. All <laughs> he was trying to do was hit it hard, he told us. And he did. He obliterated the competition, 362 yard carry. A little bit of altitude help there, but it would have gone 350 no matter where you were. Uh, it was great, wow. and those guys are the most competitive people out there. So as soon as they hit, their heads spun around looking right at the launch monitor to see uh, what their yardage was. They could talk some smack, and we <laughs> ran into a few of them in the clubhouse literally running over and saying, hey, tell him what my yardage was. <laughs> Make sure he knows I beat him. So it was uh, it was a great day. That was their second year out there being their uh, long drive partner and uh we'll actually be down tomorrow at the dj khaled event that's happening in miami which you know dj khaled's becoming the most viewed golfer on the internet at this point so we're excited to be uh working with him but uh we're personally more excited to see what's going on we have our tour rep grant callahan over at the open championship right now working with the 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 game's best as they get ready for the final major of the season so he's been walking the ropes with uh DJ, Gary Woodland, Adam Scott, John Rahm. It's been uh, real fun to see what how these guys are getting ready and how they're they're using this. And to your point of how they use it during the week, these guys have started asking to show both their actual distances to see what's going on in the wind 
but then they're actually they're also having us normalize their distance for them so they can see what happens when there's no wind and it's more based on the launch conditions so that they can know what their stock shot is since the wind can go 20 miles an hour one way to 30 the other way rain everything else this week so we're really excited to see how these guys play after getting ready that's cool well that's, that's great stuff ryan we really appreciate you coming on yeah, no, I appreciate it. If you guys ever have any other questions or any of the listeners do, feel free, fullswinggolf.com. Uh, we're here to answer questions, and we do have a 30-day money-back guarantee on the launch monitor. So we we get a lot of people who say they can't believe it can be that good for that much less than the other tour quality launch monitors. We we invite you to get it, test it out, put it up against the other ones, and, and let us know. Good stuff. All right. Well, thank, thank you so much for having me on. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, 1380 KLIZ, the fan, 105.1 FM. Colin McDonald with you. Also available for you when you go looking for podcasts at Lakes, Woods, and Irons. This segment brought your way by Shannon's Auto Body with a new location in the uh, Brainerd Lakes area to better serve uh, everyone for their collision needs and their mechanical and snowplow are still based at their original location. So thanks to Shannon for joining the team. Also, Cragen's Legacy Courses with the CRMC Classic coming up. We'll have more and more on that in the coming weeks. Chris, great guest. Wow. Um, kind of leads us in. Ryan O'Keefe there from uh, the kit with fullswing.com. And yeah. uh, kind of leads us in. He's talking about um, wanting to watch some of his guys who are using his product out at the British Open. The British Open, they do show a lot of... Um, shots from the range guys working and uh you, you know you kind of hear the offhanded comment sometimes about golf you know he, he won whatever rory just won this week so he wins a million bucks and people go uh, you know that's pretty good for four days work and i'm thinking four days work <laughs> I, I don't think you have any idea <laughs> no no it's uh these days they're so dedicated. I mean, it's you know, it it, it may be four term days, but you know, there there's there's a travel day. There's two, three, four practice rounds depending on when they get there. There, you know, it's uh, there's all the time they're putting it in the gym. All all the things. You know, when we when we had my son Joe on talking about watching the tour players practice. I mean, Joe's told me that Zach Johnson in his off week. If he if he's home from a not playing a competitive week, gosh, he, he spends thirty hours minimum on his on his wedge game. So uh, <laughs> maybe four tournament rounds, but it's uh, there's a lot to go into those getting prepared for those four rounds if you want to be the at the elite level. The routine and the uh, everyday grind of these guys out there that from the range at the British Open. Uh, I suppose it varies some, but they all do have that uh, kind of standard work ethic, don't they, Chris? Yeah, you know, one of, one of the things that I really like observing, because I get all kinds of ideas, is just, you know, when, when they're out there, you know, you're, they're, either, they're either warming up before a round or they're practicing after a round. And uh, one of the things you see is everything they do is very deliberate. They're not just they're not just out there swinging and they all all have some type of practice station or setup where they've got you know alignment rod on the ground or you know something for ball position or uh 
you know, like like Ryan was saying, they've got they've got their launch monitor behind them, and and they're going through their practice session very deliberately and and with purpose and intent. And you know, it's so rare that you see somebody on the range when I'm you know, I spend my life on driving ranges, and right. uh, it's pretty it's pretty rare that you see somebody going about a practice session or a warm up session in that manner. So it's a you know it's a great takeaway you can get from you know, watching on the range or what, you know, if, if you went to a tour event, if you went to the 3M championship, uh, in two weeks, it's, um, it's a great place to, to learn and observe and, and get ideas for your own game. You think the guys at that level, Chris, I know they know their golf swings a lot better than I do, but you and I had talked quite a bit in the past about what Ryan said about you know, you hit your, well, I know I hit my seven iron 160 yards, and he just said, no, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. But I've kind of noticed it's, that this year. I know I'm a little older, but I've started to club up a little bit from, say, uh, maybe one, 150 in, 160 in, um, hit hit one more club than I think I should, and it seems to it seems to pay off most of the time. You know, it, I always challenge people. You know, they they think they know their yardages. Most people don't. Yeah. And and like Ryan, like what Ryan was saying, usually people base their yardages off their best hit ever with that club. Yeah. And um, you know, I I always challenge people go through a round of golf and every approach shot into the green hit one more club than you think you need to. And it's amazing how many more greens people hit when they do that and the and the, the lower scores they shoot because they're hitting more greens in regulation so, right yeah so it's yeah. a great great exercise to go through i know i was uh, very surprised the first few times we you and i use simulator how what in my head i would think would be short a pretty good swing and a pretty good uh, connection and then uh, you'd say 136 and i'd say that can't be i, I think <laughs> that can't be right <laughs> yeah yeah all right, Chris, good show. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Mac. Enjoy the Open Championship. Yeah, no kidding. That's Chris Foley. I'm Colin McDonald. You've been listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on The Fan.